Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. We're so happy to have you with us. We're still working with this psychotherapy section, and this is still number two, the uh, process of psychotherapy, number six. This is the definition of healing. The definition of, of healing. The process of psychotherapy then can be defined simply as forgiveness, for no healing can be anything else. The unforgiving are sick, believing they are unforgiven. The hanging on to guilt, its hugging close and sheltering, its loving protection, alert defense, all this is but a grim refusal to forgive. God may not enter here, the sick repeat over and over, while they mourn their loss and rejoice in it. Healing occurs as the patient begins to hear the dirge he sings and questions its validity. Until he hears it, he cannot understand that it is he who sings it to himself. To hear it is the first step to recovery. To question it must then become his choice. There... Well, then, um, it's saying all sickness is some form of unforgiveness. And which... that would mean all problems in the body, no matter if they're not yeah. sickness. yeah. And and then it would follow that unforgiveness is some form of guilt, right? Yeah. So we're hanging on to some form of guilt mm. if we haven't forgiven. Mm. Either we're feeling guilty ourselves for something or we're projecting guilt onto others. Mm. And then, you know, all anger projected out would be making somebody guilty you you would be angry because you think somebody is guilty right mm. of something that you don't like so so unforgiveness is is always present when there's some kind of sickness yeah there is a tendency and it's very strong to hear this song of death only an instant and then dismiss it uncorrected these fleeting awarenesses represent the many opportunities given us literally to change our tune the sound of healing can be heard instead but first the willingness to question the quote truth of the song of condemnation must arise the strange distortions woven inextricably into the self-concept itself but a pseudo creation makes this ugly sound seem truly beautiful Oh my God. The rhythm of the universe, the herald angel's song, all these and more are heard instead of loud discordant shrieks. Wow. Yeah, it's it's like saying we don't want to even look at the fact that we are unforgiving or that we have guilt. And then we sort of justify whatever that is, justify the grievance and we sort of weave that into a song, you know, our justification. So we don't even see how destructive it is, self-destructive. Yeah. The yeah. ear translate, it does not hear. The eye reproduces, it does not see. I thought we did this yesterday. Their task is to make agreeable whatever is called on, however disagreeable it may be. They answer the decisions of the mind reproducing its desires and translating them into acceptable and pleasant forms. Sometimes the thought behind the form breaks through, but only briefly, and the mind grows fearful and begins to doubt its sanity. 
yet it will not permit its slaves to change the forms they look upon, the sounds they hear. These are the remedies it safeguards from insanity. These testimonies which the senses bring have but one purpose, to justify attack and thus keep unforgiveness unrecognized for what it is. Seen undisguised, it is intolerable. Without protection, it could not endure. Here is all sickness cherished, but without the recognition that this is so. For when an unforgiveness is not recognized, the form it takes seems to be something else, and now it is the something else that seems to terrify. But it is not the something else that can be healed. It is not sick and needs no remedy. To concentrate your healing efforts here is but futility. Who can cure what cannot be sick and made it well? Well, it's saying that eventually your unforgiveness and your attack thoughts and your anger is going to make your body sick. Um, but then you're going to focus on trying to heal the body and not trying to heal the thoughts that made the body sick in the first place. So you're kind of going to direct your efforts at healing at the wrong place. Mm. You're going to say, well, I need to do, you know, a treatment or I need to take a drug or I need to take a, some kind of procedure, medical procedure, um, in order to heal the body, but you're not healing the mind, which has the unforgiveness in it. Mm. So, so it's like you're seeking for the healing in an area where it is not, the healing didn't happen. I mean, the, the sickness didn't really happen in the body. It happened in the mind and then mm. the body followed suit and, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's why most people aren't getting better, right? Sickness takes many forms and so does unforgiveness. The forms of one but reproduce the forms of the other, for they are the same illusion. So closely is one translated into the other that a careful study of the form of sickness takes of the, will point quite clearly to the form of unforgiveness that it represents. Yeah, that's, um, you know, Louise Hay did that book, um, Heal Your Life, and mm -hmm. we recommend people uh, who are practitioners to have this book uh, mm -hmm. messages from the body yeah and so the the form of the sickness in the body can tell you what the thoughts are in the mind that are unhealed you know mm -hmm. like you know something wrong with your eyes means there's something you don't want to see something you know, an ear problem would be something you don't want to hear, a uh, throat problem, something you're having a hard time speaking. You know, that kind of relationship with the form of the sickness indicates what is in the mind that's also sick. And it's talking about a cure is only achieved by one recognition that only forgiveness heals an unforgiveness. And only an unforgiveness can possibly give rise to sickness of any kind. Yeah, okay. So then the, the psychotherapist's job is to heal the mind, but also um, show in the patient where they're not 
forgiving and what what the forgiveness is that has to take place. The forgiveness has to take place for the for the mm. cure to happen. Yeah. And you know, later on it says, well, the people that come to the psychotherapist, the patient, in other words, are showing him also what he needs to forgive in himself. Mm. So it's a kind of a collaborative forgiveness process. This realization is the final goal of psychotherapy. How is it reached? The therapist sees in the patient all that he has not forgiven in himself and is thus given another chance to look at it, open to reevaluation re and forgive it. Yeah, so there it is. It's mm -hmm. just like the patient comes to the therapist to show the therapist what he may have not forgiven in himself. So the, the therapist, fortunately, can recognize that. You know, the patient may not even recognize that he has unforgiveness and that the unforgiveness is the cause of his problems. So when the therapist sees the unforgiveness and he forgives that in himself, then he can give that clarity to the patient. When this occurs, he sees his sins has gone into a past that is no longer here. Until he does this, he must think of evil as besetting him here and now. The patient is his screen for the projection of his sins, enabling him to let them go. Let him retain one spot of sin in what he looks upon, and his release is partial and will not be sure. No one is healed alone. This is the joyous song salvation sings to all who hear its voice. This statement cannot be too often remembered by all who see themselves as therapists. Their patients can but be seen as the bringers of forgiveness, for it is they who come to demonstrate their sinlessness to eyes that will still believe that sin is there to look upon. Yet will the proof of sinlessness seen in the patient and accepted in the therapist offer the mind of both a covenant in which they meet and join and are one? Yeah, so the whole nature of psychotherapy is healing mm -hmm. and that the healing takes place simultaneously in the therapist and the patient. It's It's not like a well person is the therapist and an unwell person is the patient. Mm -hmm. The patient comes with an issue that is common to all minds, right? And then the psychotherapist recognizes that and then him recognizing it and offering the solution of forgiveness, it heals both minds. So so the healing happens simultaneously between the psychotherapist and the patient. It's it's not like the psychotherapist is well and the patient is unwell and he's imparting some kind of healing. No, it's a it's a shared healing. And I think that's what that sections trying to say mm, right yeah and um, we have to get that also as as uh, students of the Course in Miracles um, 
when we're open to receiving the miracle, it's interpersonal, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's between us and other people. And they're showing us the things that we need to forgive, we need to let go, we need to heal. So, so healing's a collaborative venture, in other words. Yep. Yeah. The therapist and the patient are kind of one. Then. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. Thank you.